The dream to start a podcast started while our babies were in the NICU and Taylor and I were drinking some White Claws on a Thursday night after hours at the NICU. The stories of two micropreneurs who took different paths through the NICU and two mamas who literally ran on cold brews and White Claws. We'll share our stories in hopes to inspire and educate parents, grandparents, and friends about the NICU and beyond. I am Macy Petting, along with Taylor Hoskins, and this is the Real Mamas of the NICU podcast. I just want to know what you do. Like, what's what's a day in a life? What's a day in a life of, of Taylor? Well, I feel like that really just depends on the day for me. Uh, it's funny because I feel like I don't know what I do every day, but are we talking like job title or like as a mom, we're talking job t- title, right? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, it could be anything. What? Okay. So why don't you tell everybody what you do for a living <laughs> and like how many days a week you work? And okay. Well, you don't have to get that far just, if you don't want just to. Kind of but... like, just I'll give you a general idea of what I do for a daily yeah. living. Okay. So I own a business here in the area. Um, and what it is, is it's a smoothie and tea shop. Um, and I'm actually super fortunate to be doing it like with my family. Uh, so it's very flexible, which is great. Um, especially during the NICU, I was super fortunate to like, not have to deal with all that work stress, you know? Um, but yeah, that's what I do for a living. I own my own little smoothie and tea joint. It's called Good Vibes Nutrition. Go follow us on social. In Williamsburg, Iowa. In Williamsburg, Iowa. So you should all stop Come there. see me. Yep. And um, there are some cool tea bombs that are named after yes. our kiddos too. Our babies. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I've had that place for a year now. Yeah. And I think it does pretty, pretty well. Crazy. Stopped yes. there the other day. You did. And you surprised me. And it was great. It yeah. really made my whole week. So what about you, Miss Macy? Are you just a NICU mom for a living? Or <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Oh, gosh. No. Nope. That's not all I do. I oh, promise you. Well, I... Okay. So if you've ever seen Last, Last Chance You, that is, in a nutshell, what I do. Their academic lady is um, what I do have a lot of different, uh, that'd be a lot of pressure. I feel like. Yeah. So I work with the cool university in the state of Iowa. (laughs) I work at (laughs) Iowa state university. I am an athletic academic coordinator for, um, multiple sports, but I currently work with women's basketball and the men's and women's track cross country team, track and field and cross country teams. And yeah, I've been there for 12 years and I thought I'd be there for two and I'm still there. But yes, with that comes a lot of responsibility and pressure. And um, it was very, very cool when I was young. (laughs) Yeah. And now I have a family and kiddos with special needs and it's it's pretty demanding. But um, you are so busy. Yeah. And the fall is yep. the busiest time of the year. So this is, I'm, I think we're kind of coming out of it and getting in a rhythm, but it's been, it's been really busy this last month. So 
the podcast has been a good brain break for me. Me too. It's like I look forward to it every week. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yes. So that's what I do or we do outside of podcasting and parenting. Um, We have real lives. Yeah. But like there's some big news coming uh, we Damn. all have some really big, we this is like do. all about big news. This is a um, episode about just our big news and where life's taking us right now and what we've been doing outside of, you know, doing the podcast and, and working <laughs> and being moms and being all moms. the time. So, yeah. um, Taylor, please tell everybody your exciting news. So everybody about freaking time after Four almost, oh yeah, no, not five years, four and a half years, Mr. Brady Matson finally put a ring on it woo-hoo! and woo-hoo, he did so good. Um, surprised me, wasn't expecting it. And yeah, so I guess I'm changing my last name, which is kind of crazy to think about. Taylor Matson. I know it's kind of weird. I like it. I do too, but. I don't know. It's going to take a lot of getting used to. Yeah. So yeah, that was Um, exciting. We are so happy for you, Taylor and Brady. Yeah. And um, he was so nervous. I'm sure. I'm sure he was. (sighs) And he's not like a, what's the word I want to say? I am like the outgoing social butterfly and he's like a very quiet, shy guy. So it, you know what? It does take a lot of courage, courage. for men oh to my do gosh. that for sure. Yeah, could you like, imagine it? A lot of pressure. And I always think about um, when David proposed to me, like I, he like, he was like stopping at green lights <laughs> and going through red you lights. You could tell he was so nervous. Down. I was like, are you okay? Like, do I need to drive? What's going yeah. on here? Um, did and, you have an idea he was gonna do no, it? No, I had no okay. I mean, I knew at some point, but we were going, I mean, we're going down for his mom's birthday, like, I didn't yeah, really think it anyway. I do think there's a lot of you know, oh a lot of courage gosh. that they have Heck to have yeah. for that, and so I agree. I am a little mad that he didn't give me a little heads up to, to like, hey, Macy, you should probably come to this golf outing. Well, and I don't think, I don't think he really told anybody besides our family, mm-hmm. um, and asked for my parents' blessing, which was really awesome to hear and really truly I think he just he didn't tell anybody because he had a couple thing couple times in mind he was gonna do it but the times before like didn't line up or didn't happen so it was kind of like on a whim I guess that's awesome well so, um I saw a the wedding video. to plan <laughs> you do have a wedding to plan <laughs> and um I can't wait to watch you go through this what? process because oh, I thought you were gonna say to watch me on the dance floor. Oh, and that <laughs> you'll be right there beside me. We'll just be cutting loose. It'll be great. Yeah. Um. So he proposed at your guys's charity golf outing, which yes. was teeing off for the tinies, right? Did I say that? Yes. Right? Yep. Do you want to talk about so, that a little bit? Yeah, I'll just talk about it really quick. So we did our second annual golf outing. Um, basically, uh, what it is, is we do last year, we did it here locally in Iowa city 
this year we did it in Brady's hometown, but it's a golf outing that we host and a hundred percent of the proceeds we donate back to the university of Iowa, uh, NICU and families to help them with gas, food cards, bills, anything that they may need, like during their journey. Um, so that was Sunday, September 11th. And it was awesome. We had a really great turnout and we raised, I think it was $13,299. So that was pretty awesome. So yeah, that's incredible. That's awesome. It was fun. It's a lot of work though, but it's I so worth it. Bet and the um the 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 silent auction stuff was really cool. There was yeah. a lot of Hawkeye oh. stuff there, but <laughs> and I'll tell you what, that was really hard um, because obviously you know what happened the day before. We got our butts kicked by oh, I, I a remember. team that I can't even speak <laughs> or I'll puke. Um, but <laughs> it was a hard one, but people are Hawk fans there. So yes. that was good. Yeah. yeah. You got to cater to your audience. True. True. Um, that painting was really cool. Oh my gosh. That thing was crazy. The girl who painted it was, um, just local and she does it in her like free time. And that's what she came up with. And someone bid on it for $1,600. I was like, Holy smokes. So just one person bid that high and then it was kind of over. <laughs> um no, it like oh, went back it? and forth. Did it? It it on the bid sheet, it was front and back of the page. Wow. Like people were standing there until the very last minute, like bidding on it. That's so cool. It was really cool. I need to I need to call her and see if she'll um if I could buy a couple to auction off. Didn't for her, she for her family I need no needs it? Yeah. It was the same. Um, girl that painted yes. Kevin and Natalie painted for you. She's yes. so awesome. Yes. Shout out to you, Robin. We need yeah. to like find a way to put her Insta on there or somewhere so people yes. can go get her stuff because it's get a, so good. A, show a picture to everyone yes. that she did because it is really, really cool. Yes. Even as a Cyclone fan, I say it's really cool. Um, and she also painted a portrait of my dog and really it's amazing. Yeah. Very really cool. cool. So anyway, awesome. yeah. Really good outing. I love that. Love well, giving back. Thank you. To you guys. I know that's and a next ton of year. Work. Next year, you're going to have to take the time to be a part of it with us. Yes. Maybe we should. I think so. Maybe come I to think it would be great. Yeah. I wouldn't be down or I wouldn't be opposed to that. Okay. So we'll talk. Okay. Sounds great. Anyway, the biggest news well, of the whole night. The Cyclones beat. The no, <laughs> I'm so excited for you to like officially announce this because you've yes. kind of been tiptoeing. So let's yes. hear it. Okay. So um, the big news from our side is that Noah girl is going to get decannulated. So that means her trach <laughs> is coming out. No more ventilator. Um, no more trach, trach changes, all that stuff. She will be able to talk and breathe by herself and we are so so excited nervous very nervous uh -huh. but we're very excited for her and ready for this next really big step for her and our family i was gonna say yeah. like what's your i mean obviously it's gonna be like a huge change like what's gonna be like the weirdest thing for you after that like something that you're so used to that you're not gonna 
um, I see think, or well, do anymore. Like, so the one weird thing of it all, and the one I'm a little bit like most nervous about uh-huh. is that once the trach's gone, we won't be able to like suction her. And oh, anybody yeah. that's like seen like our Instagram or some of our TikToks, you you would know what that is. But basically you mm-hmm. put a catheter down there and you suck out uh-huh. like, the snot, I guess, from yeah. her throat because she can't do that with the trach. And then it also happens because there's not like her nose, it bypasses her nose. So it's not um, humidifying the air. So it gets really dry. And so uh-huh. she gets really loud sometimes when she breathes. When the trach comes out, there'll be no suction. And so she has to learn how to cough up her mucus by herself. She's going to have to be able to um, humidify it all by herself. And so I think suctioning a million times a day is going to be really weird for us not yeah. to do. Yeah. And hopefully that her body just kind of takes care of itself and will know what to do. And that's the, that's the thing I'm worried about the most is like that might hold us up a little bit, maybe in the hospital if she can't figure out how to clear that. But. Oh, I feel like she's going to like, just be a rock star. Yeah. Even the other day when you were in my work and you Mm -hmm. guys were sitting there and you were trying to like say cough, like do she Mm. was like mimicking it and doing it. So she's got it. Yeah. But that I, I could see how that would be like such a weird mm-hmm. small minor thing you may not think would be a big change, but is. Yeah. Or carry, just carrying the suction machine around. Oh, gosh. Like, oh, yeah. we go. So that will be different. Also, we're going to have to like, learn how to use the nose cannulas because that's oh. usually her oxygen will go through her trach. And now we'll have to switch to nose cannulas if she needs oxygen. So. I was going to say, so that will only be like if needed, right? Yeah. So okay. I would say maybe once a week, maybe yeah. twice um, every, t- you know, or once every two weeks that she needs oxygen at night. She'll dip below yeah. her stats and have to throw some oxygen on her. But yeah. it's not very often, but we still have to figure out how this works. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'll have to I call some you. tips for you. <laughs> if you need some good tape. Call, yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yes. But that's so exciting. Yes. I'm so happy for you guys. And I know I can speak for a ton of people like following her journey. She's freaking came so far and just mm-hmm. like proved to so many people like she can do literally anything. So I'm excited for you. Yeah. Thank you. It's so We're crazy. excited too. Um, we do have, we made some shirts that are on the Noah girl store. There's no fundraising associated with it. So it's at the cost that the store would charge, yeah. um, but they're really cute. They say, um, see you later ventilator. And it has a little um, alligator with a trach. And then it says in a shake decannulate. And so if anybody wants those grab them while they're there, totally don't have to. They're just for fun. But I didn't even notice that it had the alligator crocodile alligator whatever it oh, is mm-hmm. you made it have a trach yeah oh my god yeah that is so cute yeah it has a little trach around its neck it's really cute now um, i gotta go look at it that's so awesome yeah so the, again they're just for fun but we'll probably um have people like change their display pictures or post a their little decannulation creation that we made of course, wear their shirts if they have them, but um, yeah, yeah. but we'll keep you posted on, on that and um, we'll have a couple more podcast episodes before then, but yes, very big news oh, yeah, in the petting yeah. household. Cause, okay. So that's October 
third. Yeah. So she goes in the third, which is on Monday. And then they said like three to five days. So um, we'll see how long our short or long our stay is. Yep. You just let them kind of run the show on that one. Yep. And it's interesting because Mr. Liam (laughs) is going to be entering Uh. um, the hospital as we're hopefully exiting as much as Taylor and I want to be like recreate our yeah. wonderful hospital days. Um, we might miss each other, but you never know. We might be there. Maybe at the same you time could too. just like send her home with David and you could just stay. <laughs> I might like, just stay with you with guys. me. I might need you. Yeah. So, okay. What's going on with Mr. Liam and so, what are they going to be doing? This is kind of like a confusing thing to explain, but what they're doing is they are doing a laryngeal cleft repair. And I really don't know how to explain it very well. So you may have to Google it. Um, but for those that have kind of listened to some of our episodes or know of Mr. Liam and his story, he has some feeding issues and has a history of aspirating. Um, and now struggles, majorly struggles with eating. Um, so praying and hoping that this hopefully helps get us some forward movement with all of that, because it's been so stressful. Um, but yeah, so that's what they're doing. They'll be repairing his, uh, laryngeal cleft. And then they also are going to just kind of like examine and see if there's anything else going on and then snip a little tongue tie under his tongue. So hoping it's nothing super crazy and we can just get some forward moving. You know how it is. Is that outpatient or will he have to stay the night? <sighs> so he'll have to stay the night. Okay. And it'll all just kind of based on how he does coming out of it in X, Y, Z, you know how it is just, mm-hmm. it's a little terrifying for me. Uh, Cause I have not been in the hospital with him since coming home for anything besides obviously like follow-ups. Yeah. So I think it's going to be really, really hard for me and just yeah. maybe a little triggering, but yeah just having you guys have been extremely lucky not having to go i need to knock back in there and just just sicknesses in general i think he's only had a few minor ones and you haven't Mm -hmm. had to like go stay in the pick you or anything that's awesome good for him i know i know but that's i think too that's what makes me more nervous is because i'm like going into this and like seeing him Mm -hmm. be put under yeah like I think it's gonna take me to a place of like you know when he was really really sick yeah and they had to do all that stuff I don't know why but it's just gonna like make me think of that yeah I think maybe think about it like it's a controlled environment yes this is coming in they're prepared they're controlled yeah and it's not like we're fighting life or death thing fighting an uphill battle like he's not sick and they're trying to fix it like yeah he's been stable for a long time and um the you know i think they talk about the risk and the reward and maybe this is just gonna be a really big reward for you guys i am like so hopeful i'm just like I feel so like not defeated, but I just feel like as a mom, I'm like, gosh, I just want this kid to like 
mm-hmm. thrive with eating and it's mm-hmm. just not there right now. So hopefully this does the trick, but we will keep everyone posted on our journey as we conquer the feeding, yes. <laughs> the feeding frenzy, we'll call it. Yep. No, oh, you'll do great. So, yeah. Well, I mean, we got some some major surgeries coming yeah, up. Yeah, what the heck? But all, I think, hopefully good things that are going to end in um, some really good rewards and just yes. some great progress for them. Exactly. Now, what the heck's going on here with child serve? Talk to me about this. Okay. So I um, was asked side, to be- Side note, I feel like you need to kind of- kind of give a little insight of what child service oh, is. good idea so yeah. after we left the NICU um we didn't have home nursing available and Noah was still up on her oxygen she was on about five six liters and they um weren't like soup we weren't super comfortable having her come home without any nursing and her oxygen requirements being up so much. But we did know we wanted to get closer to home to be closer mm-hmm. to our girls and have our family kind of back together again. And um, ChildServe did allow family to come in and visit. And so things like that all made our decision into transferring her to ChildServe in Johnston. It is a facility that houses um, sick children, babies, and there's two different units. There's like a long-term unit and there's a short-term unit, which is called a, tra- I think it's called a transitional care unit, which their whole goal is to transition them home. And so Noah stayed at the TCU there at Child Servant Johnston for eight weeks while we kind of rounded up our home nursing and she got a little bit bigger and a little bit stronger and went down on our oxygen a little bit. So, um, uh, yeah, so she was there for the eight weeks and had lots of really good therapies, um, occupational and speech and physical therapy co- came in and, you know, just really cool things. Like she got to go outside and, um, they'd have like little themed parties and it was really cute. She's obviously yeah. like the smallest one there, but, um, <laughs> but it was nice to, it was only a 12 minute drive from our house. So, um, we really enjoyed that a lot. Um, and so I was asked to be a part of their family advisory committee. Um, and those meetings just started. I just joined my first one and, um, I think it's gonna be really cool. Actually, there's a wide range of people on this. I think there was 12 ish that attended the zoom meeting and there was people that were have been at child server a part of childhood for 25 years. Their the CEO was on it, the call. And um I think there there like the early other the one that had been on the least was like two years. So definitely the newest one of the bunch. And uh we're gonna actually have a in-person social next month. So it'll be nice to meet these people and, and kind of talk about their stories and their journeys, but it's all about families that have used child, child service services of outpatient, they have outpatient PTOT and speech. They have respite care. They have, um, the one, what we use the most now is our primary physician Uh is at child serve and she's fabulous. And they just have really, really good resources for Mm -hmm. kids in the Des Moines area. And, um, thankful that, that we had that service available for us for Noah to come to. Um, you know, otherwise we probably would have stayed in Iowa City for an extra couple of months. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, I, I think I'm going to enjoy this. It's a good way to give back and, um, provide them with some feedback from a parent's perspective that they might not necessarily be able to realize themselves Mm -hmm. the things that might need to be changed or done. And I have a few ideas just for my short stay that, um, I hope to bring to their attention at some point, but yeah, it'll be, it'll be great. I am excited about that. I would say, I think you'll do so good at that. And like you said, you'll bring some really good ideas to the table. So that'll be great. Yeah, I hope so. Is one of our uh, friends still there? Yes, as far as I know. um, I believe she's still there. I I haven't heard anything from her in a while so i hope that their stay is going okay yes shout out Um, to our friend they um they while we were there they were building like a whole new wing for the tcu so they're reaping the benefits of this brand new oh good state-of-the-art facility right now so i would love to chat with her to see how that is when we were there it was um it was very run down and like yeah, I it think, needed some change. Yeah, it totally needed some change. And I'm so glad that they were able to do that because I've seen pictures. Um, we were supposed to take a tour of it, both COVID stuff. We they decided against it. Um, but it looks really, really cool. And I'm I'm super happy for them. There are actually there is a child serve in Ames and Iowa City. Yeah. Um, and I believe the Ames location, they actually just broke ground today to add to that one too. So that's awesome. Yeah. I'm glad that they have this place for, for kids in the area and they do like psych for kids and stuff, psych evaluations and have psychologists on staff there. Mm -hmm. And I know that that's an ever growing um, need right now. Podcast is sponsored by hasslefree.com. Hasslefree has supported many NICU families in the Iowa City area. Hasslefree provides fundraising merchandise to help out families and organizations when in need of some extra funds. Let Hasslefree deal with all the hassle. You don't have to deal with orders, exchange of money, or delivery. That way you can focus on what is most important for you and your family. Yeah, well, I don't know. I think you and I need a vacation. We do. <laughs> We need a vacation and we need to do a podcast from a remote island. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's put that on our bucket list. Okay. Totally. I love it. Well, I can't wait for next week's episode. I'm already excited about our special guest. I'm not going to spill the beans because you never know what happened between now and next week. But exactly. Really cool guest coming out and um, you're going to, you guys are going to just love her as much as we do. Agreed. All right. Well, we have not much time left. So seconds, seconds. That is all the mama drama we have for tonight. Please, please, please share and like and um, post a positive review. We'd greatly appreciate it. And we will come back next time with our 10th episode. (laughs) Double digits. (laughs) Double digits. We need like a balloon or something for that for the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Real Mamas in the NICU podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and come back to listen for more. Please help us spread the word by leaving a positive review and taking a picture and posting it to your social.